Welcome to the Roadmap to One Million podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking for the high-level strategies and stories behind building a seven-figure product brand, then you're in the right place. On this show, we'll uncover the advanced strategies, stories, and secrets that you need to know in order to take your e-commerce brand to the next level. Are you ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to Roadmap to One Million. I am your host, Stacey Zeal, and I am super excited for you to be here. Today, we are going to be talking all about the top marketing tools, my favorite, honestly, my favorite marketing tools that I use in my business, I recommend for clients and using their businesses to help them to really understand how to streamline their marketing so that they can take what they're doing to the next level. And if you are new here, welcome, welcome. Please make sure that you are following the show. And as we have some new listeners here, I just want to give you all a little bit of background about me and tell me who, tell you who I am. And then we're going to jump into the episode. So my name again is Stacy, and I am a marketing consultant. I am a fractional CMO as well as a Facebook ads expert. And I help clients who are really have big visions and I help them to bring them to life. And the way that I do that is I help them as a fractional CMO for some of my one-on-one clients. But the main way I help people is with my Facebook ads course. And so I help brands like you and CEOs like you with one-to-many offers that are like, hey, I need some volume. I need to get my, I have a digital product. I have a course. I have, a, you know, some content I create. All the kind of stuff that you need. When you need volume, I am the person that you come to. And so... I have worked with major brands. I've worked at Zappos. I've worked with Crocs, Adidas, Nike, all kinds of different brands. I've worked on the e-commerce side. I've worked on the service provider side. And really, I distill all of my 11 years of knowledge, of marketing knowledge, working on the corporate side as well as working with the client side to really distill all of that down into easy, digestible episodes for the podcast here that will help you to take what you're doing to the next level. So to take what you've already built up some momentum and you're already getting some sales, you're already getting some things going, but maybe you've hit a plateau, maybe you got stuck, maybe you have big goals, but you're not on track to hit those goals and you really really need to tighten up your marketing to help you to get there. And so if that sounds like you, then you are in the right place. So please make sure that you are following the show. And if you hear something that you like, if you've heard something, Something that you've liked and you've listened to the podcast before, please make sure that you leave us a review. Leaving a review definitely helps us to organically reach more people. And so I am super excited again to dive into this episode because I started to really kind of plan this episode out by thinking about what tools do I use to streamline my business. I create a lot of content. I put out a lot of marketing. I do a lot, do a lot of things. And so I wanted to take this time to really help you to understand what are some things, some tools, some tech that you can put in place in your business to help you to streamline what you're doing and take every, take what you're doing to the next level. And so this episode, and I mean, these, this content is, these tools are really kind of split up into two sections. Um, there's the first section is going to be tools that will help you to streamline your content creation and your content production. And then the other piece of this episode is going to be about tools that help you to improve your workflow between yourself and your team. These, again, these are tools that I currently use to push out all the content that I push out. And honestly, when I think about tools and tech, Someone who is awesome over, um, her name's Karanda over at Carvel Digital. And what she, before I jump into this episode, I want to preface this to let you know that one thing that I learned from her, and make sure that y'all go follow her on social. One thing I learned is that your tech 
that you should be giving your job, your, your tech a job description. And so as you're moving through this list, I want you to think about the needs that you have in your business marketing wise, because that's how I arrived, honestly, at all of these tools. And that's why I'm going I'm to tell you a little bit about how I arrived at each of them and what purpose they serve in my business and what purpose they serve in my marketing um, ecosystem to help me to create content, to help me to improve our workflow and all those things. But I want you to keep that in mind. Keep in mind that these tools are recommended based on my workflow and the way that I, um, the way that I, you know, the things that I need to do in my business. So I want you to think about, as I'm telling you what these tools do, think about how, what kind of things you would need them to do in your business. Think about where you're stuck. Think about the things that you're still doing manually that you haven't been able to really kind of, you know, find a tool for or, or, or that kind of stuff. So Definitely make sure that you're thinking about these tools, like think about a job description that you would put in your business for someone on your team and assign that to your tech, because that's really how you decide what tech to bring into your business. Because just because these tools work for my business does not mean that they would actually solve all the problems of your business because your business is unique, your business is different. I have courses, I have one-on-one clients. And so there's a different kind of way that you know you can market those things versus if you were to say, have e-commerce products or to say that you have you know an online service business that's primarily you know one-on-one or group coaching offers, stuff like that. So. Keep that in mind. I just want to preface that episode, preface this episode to let you know that these, again, these are tools that I use that I love that that I um, recommend. But keep in mind that the goal of this episode and the overarching goal of this is to give you some tools to help you to streamline your marketing. And so when you're thinking about the different places in your marketing that you're stuck, different things that you're still doing manually, different things that are holding you up from creating as much content or posting as much content as you want. Think about what is actually holding you up in your business and then think about whether these tools would then address those problems. And I also want to let you know that our show notes are now available on our website. So go to stacyzeal.co slash podcast. That's S-T-A-C-Y-Z-E-A-L dot C-O slash podcast. And there is a list of all the tools that I mentioned in this episode. So don't feel like you have to write them all down. If you're driving, be safe, right? If you're doing other things, just take a listen to how I use these tools, what I use them for, and head over to the show notes on stacyzeal.co slash podcast to be able to get the actual list of all the tools that I mentioned here. Okay, so let's start with some content tools. Um, I create a lot of content and honestly, these tools are not in any particular order. This is just the order that they came out of my brain. So they're not in order of importance or anything like that. But um, these are tools that I actually literally use for my business. So let's talk about content as CEOs, as we're in this creator economy, we have to create a lot of content, right? Like that's what we just have to do. We have to create content, but really I have, I'm always looking for a way to make things easier for me because I personally do not want to be glued to my laptop all the time. I love to go to be to the beach. I love to go on vacation. And even when I go, when I'm away, when things are, you know, when things are, are slow, Content still still needs to become, or I mean, or rather when things are, are, are super busy, content still needs to go out. Content still needs to be created. This podcast still needs to go out. I'm going to be going on, vac- when I'm recording this, I'm going to be going on vacation soon. And a podcast episode is still going to have to come out, right? And so I like to leverage tools and technology to help to make things easier for myself and my team. So let's jump into this, to, to this first tool. So first content tool that I love is called Descript. And I use Descript for repurposing content. So... I go live um, on a weekly basis. I create a lot of videos. I speak at summits. I, cre- I, I 
am, I'm in a place where I am either on podcast episodes a lot or I'm recording my podcast. So I create a lot of content, right? And the problem though, is that you feel like you're on an endless hamster wheel of creating, 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 creating. And so with that, I came into this year just like, I need to get off of this endless, get off of this hamster wheel of creating, 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 right? Because so many things that you create are awesome. They just don't get the, get as much, get as much life or get as much um, eyeballs or as much traffic as they need because we're posting on social things, die in the feet, you know, die after a day, you know, SEO is more long-term and there are definitely long-term strategies. But for the most part, a lot of times, you know, we're creating a lot of content and it's just not getting as much reach or as much, um, as much visibility as it needs to, especially when you're doing things like lives and when you're coming on video because you know people are going to pop in on your lives they watch for a couple minutes they jump off or people watch the replay play it in the background but I find that my live content the when I'm speaking at summits when I am talking on this podcast when I'm guest podcasting all those things are great pieces of content to repurpose and I use this tool called Descript and what I like about this tool is that one it transcribes your content. So I can take a live video, put it into Descript, and it'll transcribe it so I can add captions to my videos, which is great because we you're thinking about when you're posting on social, a lot of times people are listening with no sound, um, or you might be, you want to definitely make sure that you're sensitive to people who have, you know, hearing disabilities and those kinds of things. And so when you're adding captions to your videos, I love to use this tool called Descript because it, allow, it, it transcribes what I, you know, the piece of content, but it also allows me to cut that content down into short form video. So I take a live video, for example, that's about 15 minutes, and then I could cut that down into at least four or five different videos. And it'll have the trend, it'll have the transcription on there. So it has the captions. And the other thing I love about Descript is that you can create templates. And so when I create templates in Descript, or when we create templates in Descript, it really helps us to speed up the process because we're not having to redo, redo design. And it helps us to make sure that our branding is consistent. And so whether it's myself cutting, cutting content down, my assistant, or even if I eventually decide to contract this out to somebody to have them to go through and cut and, and to take this, um, to use this tool and kind of cut our um, clips down into smaller pieces into that short form video that's really hot right now. We use templates so that way everything looks the same. So Descript is an awesome tool that you want to consider if you are someone who creates a lot of content and you want to find a way to repurpose that content and to breathe more life into it um, without having to actually create it from scratch. Hey there, CEO. Are you tired of creating content after content after content only to have it die in the feed after a few days? Do you wish there was a way to make more money without needing to create even more content? Well, there is. Facebook ads. When you invest in Facebook ads, you one, get off that organic hamster wheel of creating endless amounts of content to hit your sales goals. Two, you generate quality leads that are dying for your offers 24-7. And three, you put your sales on autopilot without all the time and effort of hustling organically. After generating over $150 million with Facebook ads for some of your favorite brands like Zappos, Crocs, Adidas, and hundreds more, I have distilled all of that knowledge into my signature framework called the Zeal Method. If you are ready to stop posting 17 Reels a day and learn how to create long-term sustainable success by investing in Facebook ads, I invite you to watch my free workshop, Maximize Your Money, How to Exponentially Increase Your Sales with Facebook Ads. In this workshop, you'll learn the three things you must have in place before investing in Facebook ads for maximum success. 
You'll learn what it takes to create ads that attracts your ideal clients 24 seven. And you'll learn my signature zeal method that my clients use to run ads that generate quality leads on autopilot. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash maximize to watch the workshop and learn how to learn the exact steps to exponentially increase your sales with less effort by investing in Facebook ads. All right, let's jump back into the episode. All right, next tool that I love, 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 <laughs> and it's making a big splash right now because they're coming out with all of these awesome, awesome, amazing tools is Canva. Um, so I use Canva, we use Canva here to help with creating graphics, creating presentations, and so many things. I use it to create resources for my for my course, all the things. Like Canva is something I can literally say that I use, if not daily, at least a few times a week for sure. And what I love about Canva is that you can create pretty much everything. You can create social posts, you can create banners for your for your social media accounts, you can create presentations, you can create, you know, slides, all kinds of things. You can create documents now, you can record a video there. In fact, in my Facebook ads course, uh, Maximize with Ads, which is called Maximize with Ads if you haven't um, heard of my course before. But in my Facebook course, I have a tutorial for using Canva to resize your videos to to resize your artwork your creative your ad creative to record you can even record directly into canva and so you don't need to you know have all this other uh fancy equipment to really create facebook ads anymore really you can use canva pull up canva start to record you can resize and you can do some basic video edits, basic edits and all that kind of stuff to whether you're using stills video all the things so canva they have a free version too which is awesome but the paid version of canva let me tell you is worth the money okay it's definitely worth it so canva is another great tool and it allows for collaboration right so for example you know with my course that's one of the things we've been working on really um with within canva lately is like i'll create a resource doc and i can have my assistant go and say like hey can you can you edit this or can you read through this can you change the photos here can you update this can you do this right so i can give her the shell of what i want and then i can have her go and be the editor and you know does and, and to do some basic designs with you know, really just the, just between the two of us, not needing to hire a graphic designer, not needing to hire somebody to build something from the ground up, right? We can, we really use this tool a lot. So I definitely recommend if you're, you know, creating social graphics, if you're creating presentations, you're creating workshops, you're creating anything that you're creating that needs artwork, you definitely should be able to find something to do, to find something in Canva that'll help you do that. All right, next tool. So Speaking of going live, <laughs> I go live. I have a variety of different channel of social channels, just like I'm sure you probably do. You have your LinkedIn, you have your Facebook, you have your Instagram, all these different channels that you may have that you may be posting content on. And what I use to go live on all of those channels at once is StreamYard. I like StreamYard because... One, it's just, a, the main thing is that it allows you to go live on all of your channels at once, except Instagram. <laughs> but it allows you to go live on all your channels at once. So you don't have to go live on LinkedIn and then go live on Facebook. You can go live on Facebook, Instagram, I mean, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of that at the same time. And it'll blast it out to each of those channels. You can schedule um, lives in advance and it'll create events. I love using StreamYard. And let me tell you, I even now use StreamYard to host my 
workshops and my webinars and stuff that I do. Um, and so one of the things, another thing that I just love about it, honestly, is that it also hosts the videos. So when you go live, it saves that video in on the platform. So you don't have to make sure that you've one downloaded your you know presentation that you downloaded your live from LinkedIn and then saved it on your Google Drive, for example. StreamYard just saves all of it in there. And that's helpful for me because I may say to my assistant, hey, I want to repurpose this live as a podcast episode. And so I could just send her the link to it on StreamYard. I don't need to actually download it and do anything with it. I could just send her the link because with StreamYard, you can download the audio, you can download the video, and we also use it in Descript. So I will download a, a you know a StreamYard video, one of my lives, and say, oh, I want to cut this up in Descript. So I just download it from StreamYard, put that thing in Descript, and start to repurpose it and start to you know breathe new life into my content. So so StreamYard is definitely a great tool if you are someone who goes live and or someone who is actually hosting webinars and stuff like that as well. You can embed your webinars on your site directly from StreamYard. So like StreamYard is, is, is the truth, y'all. So definitely make sure that if you are going live or you're doing any kind of presentations and stuff like that, you definitely check out StreamYard because I really do love that platform and use it pretty frequently. Next one is ChatGPT. Let me tell you. This is an AI or artificial intelligence um, that I use to help me for social captions and ad copy. So I like what I do like about AI is that and I know everybody's talking about AI right now. And if you want me to do a whole podcast episode diving in on AI for marketing, leave me a review or send me a DM on Instagram and I will definitely make sure that I prioritize that. Um, but really like I like AI because it helps me to generate ideas. So I'm not someone who is using, you know, these, these AIs and all that kind of stuff to actually write all of my content. I am actually using it to give me ideas. So I'll say something like, you know, here's an example of exactly what I do with um, chat GPT. I will in Descript, I will, you know, like I said, in Descript, you they, it can transcribes your videos and stuff like that. I will take some text from, you know, take that, take my uh, transcription, right, in, of me actually talking. I'll take that, I'll copy that, and I'll put it in ChatGPT. And I'll say, hey, can you give me some social captions from this copy? And it'll spit out like, you know, three, four, five different options of social captions. But then I don't stop there because I want you to keep in mind that your consumers are smart. <laughs> Our customers are smart. They can tell if something is a robot or something is you, right? So what I do is I will take their answers and their their ideas, and then I put my secret sauce on it, or I put my, my spin on it, right? So I make sure that I use these, again, as a starting point, but not necessarily as a way to shortcut the process of creating content. Because again, while you can use it to write your whole, you know, write your whole freebie, you can use it to write so many, all of these things, right, to do top to bottom. But keep in mind, it is a robot or it is, it is artificial intelligence. It, are, it is artificial intelligence, right? So it's not an actual person. So it doesn't sound like a person to me, at least. Like when I'm looking for ideas for social captions or headlines for my blogs or head, headlines for the podcast episodes, those kinds of things, it doesn't sound like a person. <laughs> and I want to make sure that all my content sounds like me. So again, I use it just as a starting point And then I will go through and say, Oh, that sounds interesting. That's an interesting take on this copy. Let me add in my, you know, add in my spin. Let me use words that I would use. Let me make sure I add in my slang. Cause I say y'all a lot. I say, we're going, we going, we going to do this. Like I say all the things, right. You know, I, I try to make things sound like me. 
So that's my tip for you is that if you're using any of these artificial intelligence um, kind of tools, there's a ton of them out there. I happen to just like chat GPT. And if you're using them out there, just make sure that you keep in mind that you still need to add your secret sauce and you still need to make sure that you're infusing your messaging into what it is spitting out to you. Next, and the last tool that we're going to talk about for content, um, for, the, for, for, for content tools is Airtable. And so Airtable is a really like Excel on steroids. I love it. And because it's dynamic, I love, like, I like a good spreadsheet. Let me, let me tell you, it works really well with my brain to have things in a good spreadsheet. But I like the fact that Airtable spreadsheets are more dynamic. And so if you've used Airtable, you know what I'm talking about. If you've never seen Airtable before, then you definitely want to go to the show notes and click the link because it'll take you to Airtable so you can see exactly how it works. But I use this for content planning. You know, like I use it to plan my podcast episodes, to plan social content. I even use it to plan my launches. And in my ads course, my Facebook ads course, there is actually a launch planner that where you can just like put in the date of your launch and it's going to spit out to you all the steps that you need to do in order to prepare for launch for, for that launch. Like when do you need to start creating your videos and all that kind of stuff all the way through when you need to be running your lead generation ads to when you need to be flipping to sales messaging. And so that tool um, we built an Airtable and I built, we built it in Airtable because it's dynamic because it allows you to have so many different fields. Uh, and it's really, it, it really allows you to, you know, have that creativity that you need to, that you need to put in place while still having the structure that you use when you're content planning. So I love Airtable. It's like, we've, I've literally been moving most of my stuff from, um, you know, like a traditional spreadsheet to Airtable because of how dynamic it is and because I just like how it looks better, I like how it feels better and it has different views and all that kind of good stuff. So Airtable is definitely a tool I recommend if you are looking for something that is spreadsheet-like but more dynamic and gives you more options and gives you more flexibility to be able to, um, you know, to be able to use it in a way that helps you to plan stuff that is dynamic as content, right? Because content, it can, you know, it can change, it, can, it needs to be updated, there's collaboration involved in there. So that's why I really do love to use Airtable for my content planning. Okay, so that was all our content tools. So these are the tools, those are the tools that I mentioned, as I mentioned, that I use to really help me to streamline my content creation process from repurposing with Descript to being able to go live everywhere with, with StreamYard to creating graphics and, and stuff like that in Canva and doing basic edits and stuff like that in Canva to using ChatGPT to help me to give me some starting points for some content and help me to be able to write, you know, the right captions and stuff like that a little, um, a little faster to using Airtable to really kind of put everything together and plan everything out and to use it between myself and my team to make sure that I put content in and then they take that content out of there and schedule it out and do all the things with it. So let's move on and talk about some workflow tools because while creating content in itself is a beast, <laughs> there's a whole lot of other stuff that we, as we know, as CEOs that go on in our business that we need to account for. So many different moving pieces that are, are within our business. So here are some tools that I use to help improve my workflow with myself. Let's 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 definitely put a star on that. Help me to improve my workflow with myself as well as my team. So the first tool that we're going to talk about is Asana. And Asana is a project management tool. And so I like Asana because I'm able to track projects, due dates, and keep all of our tasks in one place. I am someone who loves a to-do list. And so I was using Trello. 
<laughs> because we were using Trello. And mind you, Trello got us through that first year in our business. Trello got us through with being able to keep track of projects and stuff like that. But we really kind of just outgrew it, to be honest. Like that's really the reason that we ended up switching to Asana is because we outgrew Trello and we needed something more dynamic like Asana. Um, and so we we were looking at uh, some other tools. ClickUp is another tool that's like Asana, but more robust. But I picked Asana because it was not as robust as ClickUp because while we outgrew Trello, we were not in a place, we're not in a place now even still where we need to use a tool as robust as ClickUp. And so that's why I picked Asana. But I have clients who use ClickUp and ClickUp is awesome. It's amazing. So really, again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, it's not necessarily about me telling you exactly what tools that you need to use to, you know, to improve your business, but it's about figuring out like what is in what in my business is like, what am I doing in my business that actually, and how can I actually use tech to support that? How can I use tools to enhance what I'm doing in my business? And when we were doing our research and doing our comparisons, Asana was the one that really, really helped us to get to where we needed to go. And we use Asana to, for a lot of different things. And so, for example, the most recent thing that I'd used, one of the most recent things I use Asana for is to outline my course. Um, and so, I have my whole ads course outlined there. And so from that, we were able to create tasks in the, within the outline. So for example, let me tell you, like in module one, for example, that's all about setting up tech and tools. And so within that, I had all of the lessons lined out. I had, and then within each lesson, it would say like, oh, we need to create a resource that goes with this. Oh, we need to create, you know, a, a reference guide. We need to make sure that we do this, make sure that we do that. And it was really helping me to, uh, to, to really visualize the whole process of everything that needed to be done in order to get this course out there. And so we use it internally as well as externally. So I use it with client. I make, make we use it to track my client work. Um, I use it to have my team gives me projects, right? So if they want to put something on my, on my table, they need something from me, then they put it in Asana and then assign it to me. So that way I, when I go in every day, I literally use Asana every day. I go in and I check to see what are my top priorities for the day? What do I need to get done this week? What do I need, you know, what's coming up, right? That we need to keep on our radar. So it's really, really great to be able to assign tasks to other team members, to have people assign things to you. And I assign stuff to myself all the time. Like, for example, if there's a press article that needs to be done and I'm just like, okay, I need to write this article. I need to, you know, fill out this press, you know, this press um, thing and get back to this reporter. I put it in there and I put dates on there. So I remind myself like, Hey, I may not going to be do this today because I don't have time, but I do have time to do that tomorrow. Right. And so I love that there's automations, all that kind of stuff in Asana. So this is a really, really good tool. If you're looking for something that is very dynamic, that is somewhat robust, but not overkill. <laughs> not in a place where you need someone. One of the things that was great was that we were able to set up Asana ourselves, right? Like I think that that was one of the one of the other big pieces is that we didn't actually need to hire someone to come in and build ClickUp for us. I mean, to build Asana for us. We were really able to just figure out like, basically what do we need what are the projects we need to have what are the boards and stuff we need to have and then we were able to do it ourselves and i'm sure you know if we get to that point where we want to have someone come in and audit our process then there are so many people that out there that do kind of like asana audits and can help you to you know update what you're doing but it was really really easy to get set up ourselves in-house which is one of the things that i loved all right next workflow tool is google drive Oh my goodness, y'all. We use Google Drive for so many things, right? But let me tell you the main kind of things that we use it for to help us improve our workflow. 
We store our documents. We store our SOPs, which stands for Standard Operating Procedures. We store templates in Google Drive. And so the main thing that I love about it is that it's very collaborative. And so we, again, we can take all of our client resources. We can create any, like we take emails that we recycle for, for different things. We take, like we, I create a lot of SOPs on how to do things. So how does the podcast get put out every week? How do we create a newsletter that goes out every week or that goes out every month? We do this for client stuff as well. So like we could create client folders there um, so that way any documents they need to give us, anything that we create for them, we have a shared place, which means everything is accessible for by the right people. Because that's one of the things that kind of trips us up in marketing is that there's a lot of moving pieces, right? If Even if you think about just like getting your Facebook ads out, for example, when you're thinking about Facebook ads, you need to have your ad creative, you need copy, you need a strategy, you need all of those things. And so if you have a place where everything is stored, where you can say like, this is where the Facebook ad creative is stored. This is where our campaign briefs are stored, right? This is where you can find our strategies and we can make it very collaborative, meaning that like I can go back and forth with a client to say like, hey, here are my thoughts, here are my comments. They can comment back and forth and we can really kind of make something uh, make it make these documents kind of, you know, have a living, breathing piece to them where we can, where, where it makes them more dynamic, right? So that's why I love Google Drive. There's a lot of different things you can do in Google Drive, um, you know, as far as creating presentations and, 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 you know, spreadsheets and stuff like that. But really the main feature that we use is the documents because again, we use Airtable for more spreadsheets and we use, um, you know, we use a, a few other tools to help us with, with our workflow, but Google Drive is definitely where we definitely keep a lot of documents and all of that stuff because it's really, really helpful to be able to have that collaboration between team members. All right, so next thing, the next tool that I'm gonna recommend that I love to use, again, these are tools that I use for my business that are really, really helpful in helping us to streamline our workflow. And one of those things is an app called One Up App. And it's a social scheduling tool. So if you are posting manually to these social platforms, I'm going to need you to stop. <laughs> I would really need you to get a tool because there are so many tools out there that you can use to help you with posting on your social channels. So that way you don't have to be in the day to day of posting them because that's what I was, you know, what I was doing is I was coming out with content and posting it right away, posting it right away, posting it, just, you know, just posting, posting, posting. But then what happens is you get tired, you get sick or you, you know, forget, you get busy and stuff doesn't go out, right? No content doesn't get posted if you are busy and you're the only person who's posting it. And so I made it a decision that I was like, I am going to stop posting in the moment, right? I'm not going to just go and just post stuff on social. We need that. We, we needed a social scheduling tool because also in all this content that I create using Descript, using, you know, StreamYard all, and Canva, all of these places that we create content, we create a lot of content for social. And so I am the person who creates the content. I'm the person who writes the content, but then my assistant goes and schedules that content out, right? So it helps us to be collaborative in a sense that she doesn't have to go and log into my social accounts to be able to post stuff. And honestly, we were using Buffer before. And let me tell you why we switched from Buffer to one app. Because mind you, Buffer is a great tool. It's another great tool. Um, and it's definitely served us well for, for uh, however long we used it. But the reason we switched is a couple is two reasons. One with one app, one with the one up app, it allows you to post to automatically post a link or, or hashtags in the first comment of a post. And for us, that's important because typically a lot of our posts include links and social platforms. They penalize you, um, 
if you are sending people off of their platform because these social platforms, they want people to stay on the platform, right? They, Facebook wants people to stay on Facebook. Instagram wants people to stay on Instagram. TikTok wants people to stay on TikTok, right? So if you're posting links, we would sometimes see in our analytics that it wasn't getting as much reach. It wasn't, you know, as many people weren't interacting with it because the platforms were not showing it as much because it had a link in the actual, in the actual post. But what we do... So what we started doing is like, okay, well, we'll just leave the links out. We'll just post the text. But then I was going in manually and posting the actual link saying like, oh, go watch the workshop. Here's the link in the first comment. Again, relying on me to post something in the moment to be manual is go- is, a, is a disaster, right? Because I get busy. I forget. I'll be like, oh crap, that post went up two hours ago and it doesn't have a link, even though the post said to go look at, check the comments for the link. And so it was just annoying because Buffer didn't have to give this, give us the option to do that. And so when we were looking for tools, when we were saying like, what job description do we need to give to this social scheduling account, to the to this social scheduler? One of the biggest things outside of just like, oh, it can post to all our channels. That was a bare minimum that it could, that it could post automatically to all the channels we wanted it to post on. But one of the things was that it needed to be able to post, you know, a link in that first comment because I <laughs> relying on me to do that is just it, it just doesn't work right so that's one of the reasons that we switched from buffer and another reason that we switched from buffer is because one up app does send you a notification to post to a channel if, it, if it's not able to do it automatically and so for example like my facebook profile is a professional facebook profile so it's not so i do have a business page but my personal page i've been using my personal page for business for so long and I got the ability to switch to a professional Facebook profile, which is kind of like a creator account, you know, on with, with a personal Facebook page. Um, and because of that, those kind that profile is not does not integrate with any of the real of the social schedulers that we were finding. Cause that's one of the things we were looking for. We're like, ooh, does who does who integrates with professional Facebook profiles? But nobody does yet, you know, and I'm sure maybe eventually they will or whatever. But what one app one what the one up app does is when I downloaded the app on my phone, it does send me a notification that says, Hey Stacey, it's time for you to post this on your Facebook page. And then all I gotta do is open the app. It copies, the, it copies the caption, it saves the video to my phone, and all I literally have to do is go on Facebook and hit, um, you know, copy paste and upload the video. So it really is like a, it doesn't solve that problem of being able to just post specifically on my professional Facebook profile, but it does notify me so that way I'm not having to remember like, oh crap, we had a post go out at two o'clock today. I need to make sure I post it on my professional Facebook profile because my, honestly, my professional Facebook profile is where I get most of my business, right? So I want to make sure that we are making sure that we're using that channel where that's where we get a lot of, we got, I have a big audience there. So make sure you're following me there, post a lot of content there, but really it's because we're seeing, we're getting signals that that is where we're getting a lot of our, our leads and sales from our, for, for our offers from. And so I had to make sure that we were keeping it, that when we were searching for a tool, it would give us the ability to either automatically post to that page or the next best thing was to be able to have it notify me to say, hey, you need to post this. And so now it's working. The workflow works really great, right? Like I get a notification, open the app and boom, it's good to go. So that is the one up app. It's a really, really good social scheduler. Again, Buffer is a really good social scheduler too. So, you know, if you want to check that out to see if it meets your needs, go for it. All right, and the last tool that I'm going to recommend that really, really, really helps to improve our workflow as a team is Loom. Loom is a screen recording app. So 
essentially what you can do with Loom is that you can hit, you know, it'll just record what you're doing on the screen. And so let me tell you, this is the one of the main tools that really, really helps me to delegate to my team. And so if you're a CEO that is struggling with delegation, definitely listen up here. So Loom, with Loom, what I do is I record myself telling someone how I want something to be done. So for example, how do we get our emails out every week? Like when you when you're sending an email, I want to do this, I need you to do that, I need you to put this here, this you know, this is how we, you know, name our emails. This is where you find the content for the emails, which is in Google Drive. We store our, our email content in Google Drive. And then, you know, we go and we actually use ConvertKit as our email service provider, which is a great one. I didn't make a list of those kind of tools, which I'll also, but I'll include a, a list, uh, a link to ConvertKit in the show notes as well, because it's a really, really good email service provider if you're looking for a new one. Um, but so I, I will go through, I'll use Loom to, sh to record myself doing things so that way I can say, hey, this is how I want this done. Another thing that I use it for is it really helps to cut down on meetings because I can record myself giving feedback. So like, for example, if I have something that's done in Canva, like we've created a resource in Canva, I can create a loom that just says, hey, can you change this? Add a photo here. I don't like this. Can we re can we use a different photo here? Here's, the, you know, can we add a video here? Whatever I need to tell people to give people feedback on specific things. And so that is really, really great for if you're, again, someone who feels like, oh, I can just do it myself instead. But if, yeah, you can do it yourself, but you you need to be spending your, mind, your, your time on money making things, right? Not just on the day-to-day -day stuff. That's why you have a team. And so... I also use it to like when I create SOPs, which again stands for standard operating procedures, I will walk, I'll create a walkthrough of that SOP to say, this is how you do stuff. This is how you use this SOP. This is what it's for. And if there are any pieces within that SOP that need to be like, they need a demo, that's what I use it for. I use it for strategy documents for clients. So when I create a strategy document for a client, instead of saying like, hey, let's get on a meeting and align on the strategy, I create a, a Loom walkthrough because it also records your screen and, and your voice, if I didn't mention that. So you can be like recording your screen and it can all, you can be also talking through it, which is awesome. Um, and so you create, I create a strategy doc. I'll say, here, here are the thoughts here. You know, here's what I'm thinking when I say this and I give this to people so that they can listen to it also, but then they can also hear the context and things that I mentioned for documents that I've put together for them. And most recently, what I use this for is to create a Canva tutorial for my course. So in my Facebook ads course, I recommend Canva as a tool because it's great for, again, as I mentioned, recording your videos, for doing some basic resizing and basic edits and stuff like that. For There's some great templates in there for ads and stuff like that that I recommend for my course. Um, but so what I did was I just got on Loom. And I just recorded like, this is how you resize. This is how you resize stuff. This is how you use these templates I supplied you. This is how you um, record yourself in Canva. So that way my people know that they have the instructions, right? They have the stuff right there. They don't need to go and figure out like, how do I use Canva, right? To edit this template. It's just like, okay, if you've never used Canva before, just watch this video and it'll show you and it'll walk you through how to do it, right? So Loom is just such a great tool to help you with being able to get to, to get tasks that are on your plate, off your plate. And that's as a CEO, that's the goal, right? Our goal is to not be the center of everything in our business. So we have to build a team. We have to have our people who are around us to help us and they want to help us, but we just need to be able to give them di the direction. And I find that Loom is a really great tool to help with delegation. All right. So let me run through the workflow tools again, and then we're going to close out. So the workflow tools that I mentioned are Asana, Google Drive, the OneUp app, and Loom. So 
Again, so if you are thinking about how to streamline your marketing and you're trying to figure out like what you can, what tools and tech that you need to really be able to help you and your team take things to the next level or to just really improve your workflow now, because that's something like systems and operations. We had a guest episode, you know, a couple episodes ago about systems and operations. So make sure you go back and listen to that so you can hear, you know, why it's so important to really kind of streamline what you're doing so that you can get things to the next level. But if you want to check out all of these tools, there is a list of all these tools on the show notes. So go to stacyzeal.co slash podcast to get the show notes and the links to each of these tools so you can check them out. And make sure that you are following the show. And if you heard anything today that really piqued your interest, that you really thought was super cool, that really was a nugget that you needed to take things to the next level, be sure to leave us a review. Let me know what it is so that way I can so that I can make sure that we create more content like this if this is something that you enjoy. So again, thanks so much for listening to the show. We come out with episodes every Tuesday. So again, make sure you follow the show. Leave a review if you are so compelled. And again, I will see y'all on the next episode. OMG, that episode was packed with gems. Are you ready for more? Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast to get the show notes and to sign up to get our top five podcast episodes to help you streamline your marketing so you can make this your million dollar year. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast.